Welcome to Amplify and Align. I am Michalina. And I'm Stacy. Why are we here? To break the rules, to share our wisdom, and to disrupt an industry. We work with coaches, healers, and leaders who are ready to turn their mission into a business that creates impact and freedom. Together, we bring over 20 years of experience to this space. I am the Amplify with proven systems and strategies to help you get your message out to the right audience. And I am the Align with processes and practices to help you through the inner shifts that become your external breakthroughs. We always joke that together we make the perfect coach. Which isn't surprising as we are sisters. So what can you expect from our podcast? The truth about the transformations needed to create your success. Soul-led strategies you can implement. And a sprinkle of astrology and spiritual strategy. And we're going to be pretty honest. We will be breaking down a lot of the truths and busting myths about the coaching industry. We want to invite you into the conversation with us. Are you ready to align your energies and amplify your success? Let's go! So welcome to what is going to be a very exciting episode where we are going to be diving deep, deep, deep into that thing that you really do. We are going to be going past those things that you seem to do and getting really, really close with that emotional and spiritual experience of what you're putting out into the world. This is going to be a good one. Absolutely. As always. <laughs> That's one of my brand words because I freaking say it all the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, li- I I actually like say it so much in my day-to-day life as well. Like it's it is just a word that I use constantly. So <laughs> it's not just here that you hear me say that. Um the reason why I think that this is such a key important topic of discussion is what is that thing that you want to be known for? Um I want to keep it a little bit more simple than building a legacy because I think that's a completely different discussion than what is the thing you want to actually be known for at this stage. Um, The reason why I think it's so important is because people get lost in the message of having to to niche. Um, And I know we've said this before on the podcast in season one about, you know, how Americans always say the riches are in the niches when it's pronounced niche, mate. Like, Because you love that word. You love that word. Uh, I love it. I don't like niching down. I think that niching down programs or offerings is really important. But as of what we do as a whole, that niching down um, actual concept and how that works, I just don't think it's relevant for what we do as people in spiritual service or spiritual products, whatever it is that we are delivering out to the world. But we do actually need to be known for something. And this is completely and this is what different. really excites me. It yes, is this so conversation different. conversation excites me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We, I get real excited about this one because part of my mission is to help women find their calling and raise their language up from their heart and soul and step into that, I can only describe it as the bliss of living what you are destined to be known for. There's a freedom that comes with that that's just so exciting and enlivening. And when you really embody and own that, you become unstoppable in your business and your success. This is the gateway to everything that you want to create and have and build. This is the gateway to legacy. 
which we're not talking about today. But uh, yeah, let's start from our center and uh, talk yeah. about well, what do you want to be known for? Yeah, I mean, prior to jumping on the chat, we've had a good 30 minutes to just privately discuss what's happening in our industry <laughs> and what people are up to. And like, I mean, yeah, it was like a good bitching session. Um, and and the people I that say you bitching, know, say bitching, that's not what we do. Just- <laughs> I, well, I mean, most people would probably say, but it is just Maybe actually like I, I would call it market research. <laughs> Not really. Um, <laughs> but we, we are quite conscious because of the work we do. We need to see what trends and what's like actually happening for our clients out in the world. And most of the the research that we do isn't even the, with the actual people that we're working with. What we're doing is witnessing trends and complications and things that are going amiss for others uh, out there on social media most for the most part. But there was one particular person we're looking at and we're talking about how they're delivering their product and their service right now. And it's such a fucking mishmash that like the message underneath it is non-existent. It's like I do a little bit of this and I do a little bit of this. And to be honest, there's no like clarity or conviction in that particular person's message that makes you go, heck yeah, this is the person I want to work with because there's nothing that she's really known for. And it's not like I'm not picking on this one particular person because there are plenty of people and I've been there in the past where I've, you know, looked at all these things that I know. And I know we've talked about being multidimensional entrepreneurs previously in other episodes, and this is super relevant as, you know, we are all multidimensional. So, so true. But to really have success, to really get those solid foundations in social media, in your programs and your offerings, what the hell is the thing that you want to be known for is the thing that's going to attract and magnetize people to you. And it's not that that's the one thing that you do for every program or offer. It's just the one thing that sparks people to stop and acknowledge that you're different, that you're here to create something cool and and do something that others aren't doing. And that's the difference between those who have really good success and step up and just start their business and go gangbusters. And those that have been doing it for a long time and just still sort of stumbling along and don't have clarity and don't have momentum, aren't attracting people, their content really isn't doing much. Um, And I know we talked last week in our episode about social media and I can't recall if I mentioned this, but I think this is really important to mention today as well. Like if you are known for one particular thing and there's like so much power and force behind that you can create one piece of content a week and freaking blow up because that message is really clear and powerful versus the people that you know aren't too sure and have a little bit of a mixed bag of what they're doing then there needs to be that consistency and that messaging to deliver that because there's not as much power behind it so, like I did, you know, and I think that's a good thing to bring up is like uh, we talked about organic and having to work for it, but some people can just come out here and go smash and do really good with it. And if you have a look at their message, it's really freaking crystal clear. And it's something that's shifting the mindset of people that want to work with them. It's just a complete magnet for it. 
I don't think it's even just the message. It is that when you have that conviction, that deeply rooted conviction, when you can assign purpose, when you recognize the purpose in everything you say, everything you do, and I'm not talking about the high purpose, I'm talking about that daily living expression of purpose. When you have that in your body and being, it creates an aura and people are magnetized to the aura of what you do. This isn't about you as a person. There is separation between soul, self, business, offer, and recognizing that separation is really important because then we don't get as involved in the message and we don't get as involved in our business and it's not personal and the fear doesn't leak out into every area of our business and life. And I'm getting off track here, but that aura that you create through that conviction and that purpose and that wisdom that you know you have, that relevance that you can see that you have in the world, that aura expands out and out and out to reach more and more and more people. If we want to increase our range of impact, we need to be so intimate with that thing, those things, that expression of Mm. what we are doing that people don't doubt it. There's no doubt in people, in their energy, in their minds, like this is what this person does and I'm so encouraged by this power in it. I am going to work with you. I trust you. I will work with you. This is what this does at that metaphysical level. Exactly. Oh my gosh. It it gets me so fucking excited to be honest, like, and, and complete raw honesty and just transparency. Em and I had this discussion, like I would say recent, but you know, like if I say a few days ago, it could be six months ago for all I know, because the way my brain uses time, (laughs) but we had this talk about like the phrase that came aligned to my business previously um and and I didn't even coin that term someone actually said to me you are the person that we need to teach us this particular thing and they actually it was my audience that really defined it as me being a connection strategist and I was like well what does that mean at that time I just like took that as hell yeah because at the time I was really teaching uh, a bit of confidence, how to build rapport, how to network online, how to use social media to build connections, how to connect people to your offers and your magic. And that's what I was doing like a good eight years ago when someone actually called me the connection strategist. And obviously I've you know transformed my business. I started my digital marketing agency. Everything's kind of been um not uprooted in it, but I don't know what the actual term would be, whatever you would use, Em. But we came back to that a few weeks back. I think it was a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And and you said, like, but that's still you. That's still what you do. But I don't, I, I had actually <laughs> disconnected from that brand of myself of being that connection strategist. But it actually I don't think you're disconnected. Oh, you just, it summarizes just what I do. Some things. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's like and you it, said it to was me. Like, yeah. You said to me not long ago, it would have been earlier in the year, but like what you do is squeeze the magic out of people and like trying to define all those things because we're multidimensional. We're going to probably say that again and again. It's like we know who we're talking to here. You all are multidimensional. It's like trying to find that definition for it and then you get, yeah, you squeeze the magic out of people. It's like, fuck, love that. Yes, because that's exactly 
what I feel like I do. So sometimes we do need to listen, pay attention to what people are saying about us. Yeah, but I just hadn't really, like being in digital marketing, I've been talking about a lot of strategies and systems and all of that sort of stuff, but recognising that that is still the core of what I do. Like there's no need for strategies and systems without that connection side of it. And obviously now being like coming around back to this point of what I taught eight years ago of confidence, connection, all of that clarity and the messaging and that amplification, I'm like, heck yeah, I'm coming back to this. Like this is actually what I was known for previously and people still come to me every day tagging me and shit about social media, not shit, but like tagging me in social media, asking me questions, sending me DMs, like, and I love answering them. Like I'm not one of those people that are like, oh, you got to pay for my time. If it's going to take me like 30 seconds to reply to you, I'm going to reply to you with something fucking useful. I'm not going to charge you for it. Um, but I, I, I just think I'm like, this is like what I'm still known for and I hadn't really connected with quotation fingers. Uh, back you straight off the path. Yeah. You straight off the path. You can see in Stacey's blueprint, she's got the Virgo South node and that's all about structures, systems, strategies, rituals. So when we're walking the path of our South node, we can't expand. We start spiraling in that same thing, wondering why we can't grow. And uh, Stacey's North node is in Pisces. Oh, so that's spiritual look, artistry, the spiritual expression. Mm. I And I freaking love working with my clients on the systems and strategies. And it's always that core thing of I'm teaching them, okay, well, now you've done this. Like we need to learn how to connect that with our audience and our message and all of that sort of stuff. And like there's been a lot of clients that I've worked with over these past few years and the digital marketing stuff, freaking love it, still get totally lit up, love it. Um, but it's just coming back to that other core business. So, you know, I run three different, very different businesses and to this mentoring strategist part of the business, which is separate from the digital marketing. It's like, yeah, that's the thing that I'm known for. So I need to like continue to use that in my branding. And, and that's where I used to be so strong with that, um, and my previous branding was actually a barcode um, and it was all aligned to the colours of the chakras and stuff, which was, you know, <laughs> very, very still spiritual and strategy combined, which was great. Very Pisces, um, very Pisces and Virgo. <laughs> That's that South it was, North Node. It was a good, oh, it's a fun energy. combination. Mm. Um, and I think back to like how that brand was and how it came to connection with your brand and your message and the codes and all that. Oh my God, loved it. Um, and yeah, like I'm excited to reinvigorate the connection strategies part of my business because it, it, it isn't any different than what I'm doing now, but it's what I want to be known for. And that's why it's important for me to recognize it. So I can use that in my marketing and my content. Yes. So what you're good at isn't necessarily what you're destined to be out there. I love, I love how you explain this. So please keep talking about this because I love this. So we, and I'm going to go astrological as always because the thing about astrology is it explains every single human and soul experience and it's, it's just easy to define it that way. But again, coming back to this South Node, North Node, our South Node shows us the mastery that we have that's easy for us. It's natural. We don't need to think about it. We just know things there. And we're really, really, really good at that. So if you all look in your charts and look at your South Node, you will probably really, really relate to it because it's very comfortably our current mastery. But 
but this is not what we're here to do. This is not our niche. This is not the thing that we're meant to be taking out to the world. We're always going to use it. It's always going to be part of what we do. It's going to move through every word we say, everything we build, but that's not the thing to focus on. It's not the thing that we market. It's not the thing that we build programs and a brand on. It's part of the magic, but it's not all of the magic. And we are needing to be look at looking at other parts of ourselves. And like, what is my calling? What is my real true calling? The thing that I meant to be doing out there in the world. What is the purpose of what I am sharing? What is my mm. message? What is the medicine that is infused into everything that I do? What is the mastery that I'm destined to develop? And that aligns with our mission. We need to understand what our mission is and look at that magic and that medicine to really get to the heart of that question of what is it that I want to be known for? A lot of women are operating on the South Nodes and a lot, a lot of women relate to their moon and are drawing from that lunar energy, our emotional energy to build a business and really create the things that we want to do. But this, this is where we burn out. And there are so many humans out there lost and struggling because they're drawing the energy from the places that aren't sustainable, that we're not destined to go to not, we're not going to be able to expand and create our fortune and fulfillment on those things that we're trying to build a business on. This is the source of a lot of the burnout and despair and hopelessness and going around and around and around in those circles going, mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Marketing's not working. My message isn't hitting people. It's because it's not aligned. And even if you tell these people, they still don't fucking listen anyway. <laughs> Sometimes. I mean, I know there's one oh. particular that we've been like talking about yeah. lately who We've had clearly said to her, like before you even looked at her astrology, and I was like, this is what she should be doing. It's clear as fucking day. Like it's so energetically perfect. And then you looked and you're like, actually, it's astrologically perfect. Like it's all in her chart that this is what path she should be mm -hmm. taking. And she's rejecting it. And she's just going, no, I'm more Fighting spiritual. It. I need Fighting to be it. spiritual. Fighting it. Yes. Yeah. Holding on to these ideas that we get with a death grip. Like if I let this go, my whole life's going to fall apart. And I'm like, well, if you keep holding on to it, it's all going to fall apart. And yeah. the growth feels like resistance, but that's because it's growth. Like we cannot be in business trying to create success under the illusion that it's meant to feel good all the time. I fucking hate that. Wait for the whole body. Yes, it is just such BS because anything, any growth is going <laughs> to challenge us. It's going to cause resistance. Like if we set our intentions yeah. to grow, immediately what happens is all of those fears and doubts come up to be released so we can become the person, the leader, the creator we're meant to be so we can do the thing that we desperately want to be known for or that we are destined to be known for. So like sitting in that whole body, yes, you're going to get stuck and eventually the pain of not doing it is going mm -hmm. to become greater than the pain of doing it and that's yeah. when everything starts to collapse. Yeah, I thought like oh, I love that you said that because it's just such a shitty coach term that gets thrown about so much. Oh, um, but like growing up, was there ever one particular thing or a few different things that you yourself thought you would love to do for a career or something that's like fucking calling your name like crazy? 
me, um, yeah. well, when people asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. I know, it was a millionaire. Uh, like, <laughs> I, I said, I want to be a millionaire. Like, that was, yeah. But astrology was trying to force its way into my path from a very young age. I remember pulling mum's Parker's astrology out of the cupboard and just sitting oh, there. Oh, I loved the artwork. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I just, I, I couldn't understand it. I was very young, but I just remember running my hands over it. And I think that that was my soul guiding me. And I'm, I'm just wanting to take in all of that information through my hands and just absorb it. But I think that I did get very lost in life. I've had a pretty turbulent journey and it's taken a long time for me to really land in what I am doing now. But for as long as I was thinking about what I wanted to do with my life, the word empowerment has followed me around. Like in my first business, I called my group empowerment with, um, I wanted to empower people to make their own choices. When I was doing my holistic health degree, everything that I've done has been based on that word empowerment. And mm-hmm. uh, this really suits my North Node first house and all my Aries energy. And uh, yeah, I, I think to some level, I've always wanted to be empowering others yeah, in some yeah. way. And I know like we're so over that word, like that word has been overused. It's lost its meaning, but that yeah. the, the concept of that is what has driven me forever. Mm. What about you? There are three things that I think of immediately. And I still think that I'm going to do one of them at some point in my life, maybe two of them. The first one was always just wanted to be in a fucking punk band and like actually tour the world and be like, I don't know, I looked at Brodie Dahl as like inspo because she was just this freaking cool, amazing chick with this that? fantastic mohawk, Brodie Dahl. Um, she was Brodie Armstrong. She was married to Tim know. Armstrong from Rancid for a while. Um, she's the lead singer in oh, The I Distillers. See. And she was Australian, toured the world, like, yeah, like, oh, super cool. So I looked up to her. Um, Growing up, I'd named, designed the branding, which is so hilarious now, but, like, as a kid, like, nine years old, fully designed the branding and the structure of my theatre company. And so when I have my millions later in life that I just got so much I want to throw around, I will be starting a theatre company and... I will, or collaborating with a local uh, theatre company. I have a musical that I want to write that I've written pretty much most of the structure and a few songs for, which, you know, Em, uh, I'm going to win a Tony Award for that musical one day. Probably going to be 70, but that's okay. I'm still going to win it. (laughs) Um, And it's so funny, but the other one, which is like I have done so much research and I freaking love this particular subject and it does sound a bit strange, but I feel like I probably missed a calling somewhere in my life to go and do my degree to become a mortician. I love everything about the process of death and, like, I'm so fascinated by the whole process, like, like mad. So um, I just think it's such a gift to give to the family to have that goodbye and, like, all of that stuff that comes with the funeral process and death. And, oh, I just, it's so ridiculously macabre, but I love it. Um, but I'm I'm probably, like, going to volunteer at a funeral home at some point 
when I have you know more free time in my retirement perhaps and uh, and get uh, that passion for helping people through that process um yeah I don't know yeah I yeah I've always wanted to be of service in some way and that's my Aquarius mid-heaven there but uh I, I don't often say this and you might find it hilarious for where I am now but I actually joined the Navy the Australian Navy when I was 20 and I think that was fated in a way because it got me out of Tasmania, which was one of the most important things. Like my whole focus was getting out of Tasmania because I knew that place was very, very bad for me. But my my service-driven soul used that for at the first layer of my growth as like joining the defense force. It was I, I didn't think there was any other way at that point. And none of this was conscious. But mm. for me, it's like this is my only option, both to get out of Tassie and to be of service in some way. And that was a bit of a disaster. <laughs> um, I had to leave the Defence Force very early on for medical reasons. And, yeah, so with my uh, Uranus 8th house and all that Scorpio energy, that Stellium Scorpio, nothing I do is gentle. My life disruptions are everything just collapses and dies. So, yeah, it's it's been interesting, but I've worked freaking hard to get to this point where I am so seated in what, I want to be known for and I'm getting I'm clar I have clarity on what that actually looks like now. So I just want to send a little message out there to those who are struggling. It's like don't give up. Please don't give up. Keep searching. The the thing is don't hold on to anything that your instincts and your soul is telling you needs to be let go. This is where we have the most struggle. Don't give up, but also don't hold on to anything that doesn't fit your heart, your soul, your being that doesn't drive you to create more and more and more and more. This is when you know that you are heading in the right direction, when there are signs that you are growing. People are coming towards you and responding to your message. These things happen when we are on the right track to what we're meant to be doing. And with the astrology, I put it out there that I was offering sessions and I had a horde of people come towards me. All of a sudden, after being really stuck in trying to be a business coach for, for a number of years, I was like, ah, oh, maybe there's something in this. <laughs> so yeah. that's how I started to facilitate the transformation, squeezing the magic out of people, helping people mm. find their calling. Like this is what I was really passionate about and I just happened to use astrology as the tool in what I do yeah, now. Absolutely. But, like, of course you'll get clarity and you'll know your things when you have like mission mappings with M but for those that are a little bit uncertain the thing I want to tell you right now and it's probably going to go against the grain of what any other coach or mentor will tell you is that just pick a thing and get so involved in that thing it doesn't mean that that thing is the thing that you do forever but Start and get passionate about one particular thing and let it evolve naturally. Because if you're sitting back and you're just kind of dipping your toes in business here and there and you're kind of waiting for that thing to turn up, what you're going to do is waste a lot of hours, a lot of years, a lot of money trying to market yourself as a bit of a mishmash, a bit of a washover of things versus allowing yourself to just pick the thing and run with it and let that pivot over time because pivot is still okay in business. There's nothing wrong. Like, this isn't the thing. Let's just switch over. Like, that's fine. 
But what I see is a lot of people just kind of wash over with like, yeah, I kind of do this, kind of do that, kind of do this, instead of just going, I'm just going to own this and see how it feels, put it on, try it on for size and let it evolve. Mm. And that's what I mean about keep trying. This is not Mm. about sitting back and waiting for the universe to deliver the truth, all the answers in this neat little package at your feet. If you're not going forward, you're not taking the action which magnetizes things that you need to learn, the things that you need to um, understand there is no growth. Like I have released so many different programs and I've been good at them all. I'm, I have over a decade of knowledge in all things spiritual and personal development. So I, I can do any program I want to do on personal development in a lot of ways. And I tried things. I released the Cosmic Creator Program. I did my Anointed Wealth, which will resurface again at one day. I did an emotional alchemy training. This was all part of the quest to get to the heart of that that energy source Mm. that will take me forward. Do not give up, but you have to take action. You have to. Otherwise, you're just going to sit and stagnate and, as Stace said, waste years or even decades on trying to figure out who you are and then what is it that I'm meant to be doing. They're the two most important questions that we get stuck on. So, So good. The other thing is as well is like this thing might show up for you or you might pick a thing, but you need to actually get more specific. And this is the part that I think a lot of people miss is like, I want to be known for astrology. No, you don't. You don't want to be just known in astrology. You want to be known for the person to come to about this particular subject in astrology and with yours Emma it's like that mission that legacy and how that is unlocked through your astrological blueprint in business you don't want to be doing freaking charts for people who are looking for romance connections and I'm kind of like not want to know about my relationship so will I get married and have kids like all of that sort of stuff and this is relevant for every niche or particular subject matter is are you like someone who helps people with trauma or your healer well what do you actually want to be known for within that are you human design because just being someone who does human design fucking boring like that is so boring 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 (laughs) it is unfortunately yes it is like it's a tool there are thousands if not hundreds of thousands of people out there that do that thing. So how are you going to stand out? What do you want to be known for that is actually encapsulated by that tool that you're using? Um, And I just like, I look at that so much. It's like, okay, so you want to be an empowerment coach, but like, what do you want to actually empower people with? What is the thing? What does it even mean? What does it mean? Yeah. Like think of, think of the, the, um, the modality that you use, the tool that you use as the vehicle. Yeah. And a lot of people are driving around and around in circles in this busted up little shit box, not going anywhere, whereas it is up to you to define the destination. Then you can start moving forward and you can sell that car and move into a Mercedes eventually. What have you got? A Jaguar. You've got a Jaguar now. So you can upgrade your car as you go along that road, but you've got to know where you're going. You've got to have that destination plugged into your map and, again, astrology, that's your map and your compass, but unless you're willing to actually peel this back 
then you just be going going to be going around and around yes. in that shit box but for again the rest of your freaking life the destination is not the final destination and i fucking love those movies if no. anyone else does can't follow a log truck now without getting massive anxiety and flashbacks to watching <laughs> final destination that myself i don't never oh, really that. Really? So good. Freaky, awesome, death-following people by way of them changing the, I guess, the Oh, hang on. Is, plan. That, is that Devon Sawa? Is Devon yes. Sawa in that one? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe I have seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole bunch of them now. Um, like the roller coaster one gives me the nightmares. <laughs> but when you're plugging that destination in, it's not the final no, resting not, place of not your the end. Move, legacy. Never. It's just like, okay, so I'm here now. Where do I go? What do I do? Like you're on a road trip of life and business and it's not like you pick one place that you're going to finish and that's it. It's just like momentum to get moving because if you just look at a big map and you don't really know where the first step is, like if we know like, okay, so I want to get to whether it's money motivation or a number of people motivation, like I want to be able to speak in front of stages of 20,000 people, I want to have all this impact, or I literally want to be earning X amount of dollars per year. That's great. That's like fantastic. And that is more of the final destination side of things. But if you look at a big map and you've got the final destination in front of you, how the hell are you going to get started without knowing where the first pit stop is? Like as an analogy. And you might get to a dead end. You might get to a dead end. And this is, I think, a lot of people are afraid of this. And I know I had a bit of fear around this too. It was like, what if I get to a dead end? What if I find out that I haven't got what it takes? What if I realize at some point my dreams aren't attainable? It's actually easier for me to dream and sit in this fantasy than actually start moving forward and get to that point where everything, all of my worst fears have been proven right. So there, there is an emotional part of this as well, but you've, got to learn to trust that even if you do get to a dead end you have the power to turn around and find the next route throw a yui (laughs) throw a yui yeah we're getting very australian today aren't we a little (laughs) shit box and yeah throw a yui um yeah yeah, even if you hit a roo you still need to keep going like these obstacles we make such a big fucking deal out of them we make them mean that there's something about us that we're not capable that we're not worthy that we haven't got what it takes we're putting so much meaning in these tiny tiny incidents that we keep blocking ourselves over and over again but as Stay says you've got to pick your vehicle you've got to choose well i'm going to try this if this doesn't quite fit i will have learned something And then I'll be closer to where I need to be. That's the point of this. There is Mm. never a straight road in mission-driven business. And there's a lot of people selling that to you and it's all a bunch of crap. Oh, my gosh, it makes me sick. This is karmic. If you you are called to a mission-driven business, you are on a karmic journey. There's no way out of that. If you just want to go and make some money, go and find something else to do. But if you're committing to a mission-driven business, you are committing to healing, to transforming, to evolving, to bringing all of those dimensions together to realize your magic and share that as your medicine to the world. This is in no way a gentle journey. And I think going Mm. into that, knowing that we are powerful fucking warriors who are ready to slay the shadows and make it happen regardless of what we face, this is where the legacy is born. I just splashed 
water on my face. Powerful. I wonder so what you're how- doing. <laughs> Be hydrated, goddesses. You That's for my only fans. Hydrated. <laughs> I had a tickle in my oh. throat. Ah, yes. Yep. Okay. You good to go? So yeah, no. The the squirting is done. <laughs> that has lots of meanings. Uh, so anyone listening to this as a podcast, go and watch the video because I was a. <laughs> Oh, I got you. Here I am getting here I am getting all serious and deep about this comic journey, and you're there squirting yourself this, in the face, making this sums up. Yeah, I oh know. I was always the family clown and the class clown. And yeah. Oh yes. So I guess like the thing, like I think it's important for people to realize that there are so many layers to this, but it's also about. Branding, as I said in the beginning, how I branded myself as a connection strategist previously, and that was like the core of everything, and got known for that. Like, it comes down to then how you're actually delivering that. So when you have that clarity over that particular thing that you want to be known for, how can you intertwine that into your message and your movement? Because that's where it becomes really powerful. Like. We use that term in in digital marketing quite a lot and and it's mostly in the niching down type of concept where if you're trying to talk to everyone, no one listens. But if you're trying to talk to a specific group of people, they pay attention because the message is directed right at them. And this is so important for that branding, that thing that you want to be known for. It doesn't mean that you're not talking to other people with other things because, again, multidimensional. But I really want you to do some homework on this. Those that are listening, those that are watching, have some fun with this and really think about how you can bring your thing into a brand. How can you package that up to deliver that to your people? Because I can guarantee you, if you're just going out there and trying to sell human design, for example, I'm sorry, human design people, I'm really picking on you today. (laughs) but like if you're talking about that particular thing and it's only because I have so many amazing people in my network that do human design like I fucking love all of them it just happens to be the theme for today but if you're just doing that and you don't have a specific purpose and calling behind delivering that to people so it might be that you deliver it on a business level but even still like that's not enough Like if you want to target people in the corporate world to help them engage with more conviction and clarity, then that is freaking powerful. And I haven't seen really anyone in human design do it towards those sorts of people. It's more like fluffing about in the spiritual community as we do. But if you wanted to. I don't do that. No, 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 not you. But if you are an empowerment coach or if you're someone who helps with strategies and systems for goal setting, for example, and if you're trying to just wash it over as the spiritual community, it kind of just gets lost in everything else. So what is it specifically and who needs to hear that? And when you have that clarity, that becomes so strong and it just stands out really well. And it doesn't even need to be specifically about your audience, like niching down concepts and all the layers of that happens. But it can just be you standing up and saying, this is actually my experience 
and this is why I'm delivering it to you. And there's been like a lot of people that have done like fitness coaching, for example, um, and they've had a massive like growth because, you know, weight loss and fitness is an easy sell, right? Like super easy to sell. When you're going into more of the spiritual stuff, makes it really complicated and it's harder. But like those people that had harder. massive success in health coaching or like PT coaches online and things like that. And then all of a sudden they've got this massive fucking following. It's great. They've got all this momentum. A lot of the time you then see them shift into helping other PTs or other health coaches grow their business in a coaching sense. So then they've used what they've learned and then they've packaged that up and gone, well, actually I can help others do the same thing. So it's not just like I want to be a business coach because I've built a business and I've had success. I've reached seven figures in my health business. It's like, actually, no, I specifically want to work with, you know, people that have this type of business and I want to be known for the person, the rock star that helps them deliver X, Y, Z the same way I did in my business. That is so much more powerful than just going, I want to be a business coach. Because it essentially like that's what they are, but they're so known for that one particular thing that it gives them so much more momentum. Yeah, I think what's we can say here is that everyone's looking for a transformation. And yeah. if we're not speaking to that transformation, like you go and buy things for a reason. What are those reasons? Even just doing some self-examination here and getting to clarity on why you are buying things. Why are you listening to this? What are you seeking? What are you looking for? What's the thing that you want to change? A lot of our clients don't have that self-awareness of what they're actually looking for. And I think this is where we need to get a bit more deep in the spiritual personal transformation fields is that people are looking for something and often they don't have that, that connection to what it is they're looking for. But we get to speak the language of that. And that's when people are inspired and they go, oh, I didn't know I felt that way. I didn't know I thought that. I didn't know I was missing this. I didn't know I needed this in my life. So this is where we need to get very specific in the emotional, spiritual, transformational worlds is that people are going for an end result. When you think about those three categories of health and wellness, business and relationships, like we are wanting to help people in one of those three areas, of course. But our work is deeper, so we need to be really clear on the things they're missing, the things that they're yearning for, even if they don't know it. When we yeah. connect people with the language, like I have, have, we have clients who are doing a marvelous job at this. Like they are so connected to the transformational process that women are going, oh, are you, "You're speaking my experience in words that they wouldn't have been able to share themselves." So it is a little more difficult. But this is where we do need to do the exploration process of yeah. what it is. People don't come to me because they want astrology. I'm seeing people who've never, ever thought about astrology in their life, but I'm sharing that we can get to the heart of your message and your medicine and your mission. It's not going through years of self-discovery like I would have done as a coach before. Like, let's just get to that now. So knowing that thing. And I said to Stace the other day, like, what are the three things that you are aiming for? And I had to think about this myself. It's like, well, I help women find their calling. I want to take people through that path of knowing 
oneself. Yeah. And I want to help people package up their magic and take it out into the world to have success and make money. So did you... Yeah, I'm looking about your for three things, Stace. I'm looking for a quote. So I'm sorry for those that are looking, watching this video, seeing me looking down, but I'm like, there was a quote and I didn't save it on Instagram the other day, but I did see it on there. And I'm like, what is this quote? Because I, I can't quite remember what it was, but it was like, oh, it was so powerful. Um, it was relating to something you mentioned a minute ago before I started looking for it. And it was, Something of around oh, so fitting, but I can't even remember what the quote was. <laughs> so frustrated right now. Um, but it was really powerful, profound, and it was about magnetizing people that are ready for the change versus writing content to people to speak where they're at. On like the way that this person had articulated this particular quote was fantastic, and I will post it in Mission Driven Women if I find it. Um, but I just thought that was really beautiful because, um, and I talk a lot about being an anti-pain point marketer. I refuse to let my clients use pain point marketing on their landing pages. If they come to me and they want to use it, find another person to do your marketing because it's not me. I find that that particular marketing attracts a sort of energy that is not helpful to grow a business. <laughs> and there's like a whole topic of discussion around that. But um, the way that we amplify that message, the way that we speak about what we do, we can't produce it in a way that is convoluted. And I know we've discussed this before where we put all these spiritual words and try and look like we're above it all and that we're, you know, this guru that can help them through this process. When in reality, what we need to magnetize is that shift from like, just the plain English version of it to our magic. And that's where a lot of spiritual people get lost. Cause like, I don't want to sound deficitable and I don't want to sound dumb. It's like, but your audience aren't where you are yet. So you need to make sure that you're talking directly to them where they're at at this point in time. Um, so I'm sorry, I've gone back to another thing you've said prior to your question. Um, but like, I, I think that that's really important that we get clear that, um, oh you, yeah, you said about, um, you know, putting things in front of people that they aren't even aware of yet. But we can do that in a way that is empowering so they take yes. action, not so we're yes, putting we things in to front of people, people so that they're triggered. Yeah, we don't need to trigger people. Or they're reminded of all the sh things that are happening in their life and their business so that they come to our programs or to work with us from a place of lack and ego versus a place of expansion and soul. And so that's the the difference between that. So I'm really sorry I got distracted. I'm trying to find that quote. No, no, um, no, no, no. But it's I just thought it was a really important thing to mention because like, the way that we project our message, and again, I niche my offers, not my whole business. I have a thing that I'm known for, but all of my offers are very specific to a transformation or an outcome. And that's where it needs to be super important because a program for people who are just starting their business, who want to get, you know, a thousand new connections through social media in 30 days or, or however you package that, even if it's pretty much the same, the way you would package that up for someone who's a seven figure business earner, how to get them a thousand new like leads into their business over the next 30 days, you would sell it completely different. Might be the same content in a way, but the way that the, the message is delivered is completely different. 
Um, so I think that we need to be conscious that um, we can still utilize our magic on so many different layers as well. And don't be afraid of, of this process of being known for something because it's not pigeonholing you. It's just giving really clear clarity and in, in all of it. Um, but what was your question? Sorry, I got. What are those three things? If you your business was um, the philosophies, though, maybe three philosophies, like as I said, mine is know your calling, know yourself, know your magic, and then I help people package that up and take it out into the world and start bringing that money in. So what are those three things that mm-hmm. the three philosophies of your business? Really good question. Haven't really had time to pre-think this, so I'm glad you're throwing me in the deep end here because this is good. So obviously mine is about the um, the structures that help you amplify your magic out into the world. And that, like, I think there are core lessons that I believe are really important for every person coming into a business journey to be able to master, which a lot of people don't talk about. And confidence is their one giant step that everyone needs to process those layers of confidence before they can be successful. Some people are already mm-hmm. fucking there and they just launch their business and all this magic happens because they've mastered that. But if you're still sitting in the space of not being able to like have conviction on all those layers of confidence, there's going to be a lack there. So like for me, foundationally, there are core skills that need to be developed that I love helping people with. The one thing that I love teaching is sales with soul in a way. Sorry if that's trademark. That's just what came out of my mouth. You've always um, called it that. You've always called it that. So yeah, it is your it's, So from a lot of people in my spiritual community, they struggle with sales because they find it so uh, based on the masculine sales principles. It feels icky. They don't like promoting themselves. They have this massive resistance to showing up and selling themselves. So what I do is I actually get my clients to align their brand values to the way they deliver their sales messaging and how they have conversations. And I see a massive shift that happens And it's like those people that, you know, we talked in our group membership the other week about using um, like Instagram, for example, to network and to engage with other accounts. People are like, oh, but I feel so icky because it's just because of an outcome. That's fucking selling. Like you need to be job, as you said. Yeah. You need to be comfortable selling yourself to be successful. And so if that, if you struggle with that, then you align those values to that action. And then the clarity is just like, oh, oh, my mind's blown. I'm doing this for a particular impact purpose rather than just trying to make sales through Instagram. Um, so like that is like that secondary part of it. It's aligning those values to the way you're delivering that message. And of course, like personal branding and the connection of that message to the external world massively important for me because I fucking love it. I love aligning energetics and visuals with branding to deliver a message. And I could do that all day, every day. I love it. We do really fit together beautifully. Stace and I used to joke that together we were the perfect woman entrepreneur and uh, our work flows because you can't sell shit if you don't have that inner alignment, if you're not confident, Mm -hmm. if you don't have conviction in who you are. Confidence comes from within. So this is why I do the transformational work and the astrology because if we do that before you get to Stace, 
then you're going to fly. But if you skip that discovery work, then you're going to keep hitting those walls over and over. Like, why is my message not converting? Why is no one buying my programs? It's because everyone's out there doing stuff that they're not really aligned with, putting tens of thousands of dollars into marketing, and they're not being true to Mm. what they are here to do and what they want to be known for. So I put this homework to you too, all is what are the three philosophies of your sacred work? Do your actions and your message and your offers align with that? I think one of the things that I've gone through and I see others go through is finding it hard to create content because there's no interconnection between the things that we want to say, the things we feel like we have to share. So it's bringing it all into that central core so that everything makes sense. Every post we write is connected to that thing. Every word we say, every program, it all flows together in one beautiful mission-driven experience that others can feel as well. Mm. And like with social media content, that's, you know, a huge thing that I see a barrier for people because they either can come up with a million different ideas of content and be able to produce them and deliver them really well or they struggle. And so there are different approaches that I use with different clients. Some are more intuitive and the delivery of it is a little bit more in flow versus someone who loves structures and systems where I get them to define what their elements are of their brand and all of the the core principles of what it is that they actually want to show up and do and then planning out content as a strategy from there. So for some people that works and lights them up and it gives them direction. So it makes it really clear. We've tried that with you and it doesn't work. I've given you literally hundreds of (laughs) content ideas and it's like, just, just create content around these particular subjects. And like, this is all how it feeds in. And it's so much more intuitive for you. So that's how we flow with the content side of things and I can't raise the energy like everything I've, I've yeah. gone to that list and everything I'm writing feels false it doesn't feel like I have soul behind it it's not feeling like it makes sense in terms of my my business and what I'm even though achieve. like all of those elements are within the core of what you do it's mm. just not a strategy that aligns with you to create content versus someone I can't like make me. it work yeah mm. so I, I have work. I've tried it doesn't work I have a spreadsheet that I've created for myself in a a Google sheet and I have 98 um, concepts of things that I want to deliver to my audience. And so sometimes I will get off a call with a client and be like, right, I've got an idea for content and I'll just bang, do it. But I've got this list there that all feeds back to the core message, my systems, my offers, like everything within that. And so I have that list to work through. So I still intuitively half work. So it's a bit of a hybrid approach. Whereas I have clients who I will deliver a content list to, and they will systematically batch that content, record it, like go through the list item by item and smash it out. And they get excited by that because they have that direction and that clarity. So it really depends, you know, where you're at as far as content creation. And it's so individualized I, I get so sick of coaches saying, like, this is the way that you batch 30 days of content in one hour, blah, blah, blah. Ugh, can't it do it. Can't make myself it, do it. It doesn't mm. work for everyone. 
It just doesn't. No, so I am known to run across the house and grab my iPad or my phone and type out some notes into my notes app or write it into good notes when I have an idea or something that I really, really want to share. Mine is very random. I, I, I get bursts of passion and I can write three different posts in a day, whereas sometimes I'm struggling to get something out in a week, in two weeks even. So honouring where you're at, I have your notes on hand at all times if you get an idea and create from there. Really knowing your own alignment is really important here too. Mm, For sure. Well, we might leave it there because that's a good note to leave it on. And uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to our amazing season two. We have some cool stuff coming up for you. So keep on tuning in and watching what is happening in this space. And we'll talk to you real soon. 